as you may see, there's a change. Father Anthony was supposed to be the main celebrant, and so we had to make some adjustment today. We go back to the first reading today. You know, yesterday, as we heard what was going on, you know, the difficulties, the grief, the tragedies that took place. And today, if you were kind of listening to the Word of God, there's an interesting portion of dialogues. First of all, is the Archangel Raphael that is leading Tobiah. Tonight, we have to go to Raguel's house. So he's the one who's leading. So the angel, the guardian angel, not only is guarding him, but also inspiring him to do what he needs to do. The second aspect is Tobiah himself, who sees in Sarah someone that he would wish to marry. But there's a procedure that he's to follow. One, he has to talk to his father, subsequently the mother, and, and, and so there, there it is. You know, Raguel, Raguel wants to make sure that he's, he's welcome, cordially welcome, and so he prepares a feast. But as you can see that Tobiah is focused. He says, no, I'm not gonna enjoy this until I know why I'm enjoying this. You know, very kind of rational in his thing. He's very intentional. You know, he knows what he wants and desires, and so he asked for a hand that he would be able to marry. Um, Sarah. But then we have something which is truly beautiful to see that the father says, look, it's wonderful that you're asking. It is great that you're asking, but I've got to tell you honestly, look, she has seven of them and none of them made it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think you're going to make it too? But he expresses expresses something special, he says, but I know that God will help somehow. That's all he could say. And then, of course, he says, okay, if this is what's gonna take place, then we have to sign up, a con make, make up a contract, marriage contract, which is they, they do officially. And then he calls his wife, he says, you know, you gotta take care of her. You know, prepare a place for her, the bedroom and the whole works. And, and the mother also knows that she hasn't had a too good of a life. So she says, courage, you know, you know, be of, you know, you know, somehow I don't know what you can do, but just don't destroy it right from the beginning. And so here we have, yes, so they participate in that, in that, you know, ceremony. They have enjoyable meal. And of course, that's on the next portion of the dialogue is now between Sarah and uh, Tobiah. We have to pray. We have to pray. The beginning of their marriage is prayer. And what type of prayer? A beautiful prayer. If we're to look at it, blessed are you, Lord God of our fathers. May your name be praised forever. And then they go back to the very origins of the book of Genesis. You're the one who created us. You're the one who has formed us. And we honor you, we praise you. And then they quote literally scripture. You made Adam and you gave him his wife Eve to be his help and support. 
and from these two the human race descended because it's not good for us to be alone. Using God's word for them to, be, to prepare themselves for this very moment. And then he, he continues to honor and praise God. And he says, Lord, you know that I'm just not just here for the sake of lust. I want to have my wife because I love her. I want to be with her. I want to be together with her. And so he says, so he calls upon the Lord for his mercy and, and love. He says, allow us to live together to the old age. Allow us. Give us the grace. You know, it's a, a, a wonderful type of witness whereby they rely on God. They rely on him. And then at the end they say, so be it, amen, or amen, so be it, may it be the way according to God's ways, kind of surrendering it all. And we know that the marriage was a truly blessed marriage. We, we, could we say that was this marriage was made in heaven? That's a nice cliche. But we have to say that the reason it was, and we can say that, is because through prayer, through acceptance of God's will, through, through wanting to participate in the very life of love, true love. And, and so this is why we have where there's love, that marriage is made in heaven, because God is love. And as we see today's the gospel, what is the greatest commandment? To love, to love God with, one, with, one, with one's whole heart, will, strength, and then ultimately to love the other and the neighbor as oneself, the greatest commandment. And I think the, when we speak of the greatest commandment, we know that it's only one. And this is kind of interesting that there's two commandments, love God and love neighbor, but the Lord speaks of one commandment, two parts, two, two dimensions, because one cannot be without, other and without the other, and we know that that's the case. Here, o Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. This is one of the most important elements of, of the um, people of God, of the covenant is that many of them even wore a little bit of a, like a little reminder. Over the, over the, every door of the house would be a reminder. Here, Israel, the Lord, the, our God is the Lord and there's no other. He's the only one and that we should love him. I think the, uh, our life, and as you are here, medical professionals. Yes, you are experts. You're privileged in many ways to come to know human life, human bodies, its weaknesses and its strengths. You're invited to this type of love of the person regardless. How can you manifest that love of God by loving the people that you are to serve? And it is not one of those kind of nice, comfortable, fuzzy love. It's usually very difficult love. I, I, you know, God gave me the privilege of having friends who are medical professionals, and there's plenty of them. And they call me sometimes, sometimes even at night. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> the patients, several of them, and one in particular has been just impossible to to um, 
you know, to work with. And said, can you pray for me? I said, sure, <laughs> because I'm not there, but they have to be there uh, to be stretched so thin sometimes. So where is the strength? Where does the strength come from? Oh, God, you know, you've got to take, take care of that person, but me too. I have to tell you one is that uh, when I was in a training, uh, you know, I took one year of supervised ministry in the hospital, and then I also took a CPE program. And um, during the supervised ministry, I found out the areas of hospital I wasn't too comfortable with. And, and it was not exactly something I wanted to do, and so I had these areas which I didn't want to do, deal with. You know, uh, at that time, HIV was already part of it, and, uh, and then cancer areas, especially those who were in critical condition, uh, ERs, for example, because you never know what's going to happen. So these things, so I was kind of afraid of that. And, and uh, so what happened is that part of the ministry, right at the beginning of the first day, we had to choose areas of we're going to be responsible for. And, um, and so it, we received the announcement to go and come back the next day. There were six of us, and we're supposed to take care of the whole hospital. And, and uh, I said, okay, the fear entered. There's no fortitude here in me. <laughs> the fear entered. Which area do I want? I, you know, you know, natal care, whatever it is. All, there's wonderful parts of hospital, which, you know, children's areas and so on, and, you know, because even if they're sick, they seem to recover quickly. But at any rate, uh, so I'm there, and I'm driving home, and I'm battling inside which areas of the hospital I'm going to be responsible for. And so the next day, my, the battle continues. I have to drive to a hospital. And so we gather, and one of the first questions we ask, okay, what areas of hospital wish to cover? And I'm hoping that the people who are ahead of the line would choose the areas which I did not want. And so there I am, and sure enough, no one took it. I'm the fifth already. Now there's only one more person behind me. And so I chose the ERs and this and that, all the things which are the most difficult ones. And the guy behind me felt a sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> and so 10 more minutes of, you know, of kind of trying to see what the responsibilities are. We're kind of receiving explanations. And sure enough, this code blue is some big accident. And, and they're, they're bringing people right into ER. And the supervisor turns to me and says, that's your area. You go. And I said, I have no training. <laughs> he says, no, you'll do OK. I said, no, I'm not going to do OK. <laughs> So what happened is this, I'm going from one building to the other, I've got to take an elevator from fourth floor, go down and to the ER. And so as I'm walking in the corridor, I'm praying, oh God, you have to help me, <laughs> because I'm not too sure what I'm going to do. And I am in the elevator and press you know, the, the ground floor. And as I'm, I begin to pray, I say, God, you have to help me. And this inspiration from my heart came and says, <coughs> You don't need prayer. The people in R do, ER do. 
and the fear left me from that moment on. The inspiration of God who took care of me by basically saying, you don't need prayer. The people do there. And so I begin to pray for them. And ever since then, it's, you know, I have to say 40 years ago, 38 or 39, uh, the fear has never entered. And the grace of God was given, a unique grace for me, but a grace that opened my heart completely in another direction, is we, yes, we do need prayer, but we don't need prayer all the time. Other people do. Love of God, love of neighbor. Loving God means loving neighbor, and loving neighbor means paying attention to them, even despite of our own limitations. As we continue the sacred liturgy, it is the Lord who did not think of himself, but for others on the way to the cross. He says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. It is for them that he took home upon his cross. It is for them, that means us, that he offered himself, and that's the act of love, the ultimate love of God, who chose to offer his life for us. Sometimes we think that we are to offer our life for God, but it's actually the other way around. God who works on our behalf, continuously interceding, being there for us, taking care of us as long as we say yes to him, because he respects our freedom, but he'll do everything for us, even uh, allowed himself to become one of us in every way, becoming our servant. You know, the whole theology of kenosis, self-emptying. He emptied himself of divinity so that he may share in our humanity and share in a way that will show us that he loves us, in a way that he'll show us that he is willing to give up his life for us. This Eucharist is all about that the Lord's giving of himself. And the only thing that he asks is to welcome him. May we welcome him into our hearts and that we may be able to say yes to him until one day we shall share his glory in paradise. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. 
Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.